0: Warning, the following podcast is a shit show, and the individuals you are about to meet are idiots. Their opinions, anecdotes, and advice contain zero nutritional value. This is the critical human condition and all of its strangeness. This is life, according to an idiot. Okay, well
1: that was easy. Okay,
2: hi, hi, oh. hi. What was up? Is that a ghost? Ah. Mo, you're not in the room. Where are you?
1: I'm in the astral plane.
2: In the astral plane. Of
1: Albuquerque, New
2: Mexico. This is the first time we've recorded not in the same room.
1: Right. It's kind of weird, but it also doesn't feel all that different, to be honest, because I'm staring at your face right now.
2: Yep. And I'm staring at, I'm actually, I'm mainly staring at your new room behind you.
1: Yeah. I've realized that my aesthetic is like a I spy book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a, a lot what it looks like. Yeah. The more I look the more I'm seeing. That's a very small door. Is that a, are you in an old house?
1: Yes. An exceptionally old house.
2: You know the next question is going to be
1: If there's ghosts, and the answer is yes.
2: Are you serious? Yes.
1: So I actually, I was getting stressed about, because I I just moved here, and I am impatient. And I was waiting for like a week to hear back on if I got a job or not. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is simply too long. And so I decided that I was going to be an audiobook narrator. And so naturally, I was making up some samples and things and recording, you know, what my voice sounded like in different formats. And in one of them... I picked up a voice in my recording. What? Yeah, I picked up a fucking voice
2: in my recording.
1: And I was like, what the fuck? And it was right at the end of my recording. So I couldn't get like what it said. But Mm -hmm. it was like from behind me. And I went and told my roommate about it, expecting her to also be aghast. And she was like, oh, yeah, we have a woman that lives here. And I was like.
2: Oh my god! Are you and not like a literal woman, but
1: a spectral ghost?
2: Spectral mama. So, <laughs> do you do you have that audio? You should send me the audio, and I can put it in the
1: yeah. If you have it, I might. It's not very good, but it's definitely not me, and it's nothing from my environment either.
2: Okay. Well, we'll try to boost it and see if if it's usable. Listeners, forget you heard this if it's not usable. (laughs) However, if it is, we'll put it in right here.
1: People loved the fact that there was a ghost in our basement. Yeah. Like a demon at my old house. People were fucking psyched about that.
2: I know that that was actually scary. I'm not gonna lie. Like, no, that was, that was actually very scary. Actual chills. We tend to spook each other out a lot. I think sometimes yeah. we're both that way. A certain
1: susceptible. We have
2: a, a disease, <laughs>
1: um,
2: but we weren't even talking about spooky things yet. Actually, no, we were. We were talking about demons. Yeah,
1: we were talking about demons. Yeah. Never
2: mind. <laughs> we just manifested it with our own paranoia.
1: Well, we caught it. Yeah, we caught it on the audio. Isn't that weird? I did want to give an update, though, because at that point, I was having a series of bad nightmares and like sleep paralysis. And one belief, I guess, with um, Wicca and witches and things is that salt circles keeps out demons. Mm-hmm. So like if you place salt, um, it's supposed to ward away like the evil. So after that recording, I made like a salt jar and put it in the corner where I kept seeing my Uh, sleep paralysis demons and things yeah didn't have a nightmare at all after that
2: that's interesting from
1: the moment i put the salt then on i haven't had any sort of you know weird Now do you
2: you have to do a salt jar because they sell salt Mm -hmm. does it have to be like something that you made or can you just like put a a box of salt well
1: i also did a ritual along with it (laughs) okay but it was like meditation though so Do you need to do that with it? Probably not. I feel like if you just do salt. But the thing is, is with Wicca and like witchcraft, it's very intention based. So you have to like speak your intentions either like out loud or in your head about like what you're trying to do and like manifest what you want to manifest. So if like you're just spraying salt around and you're like you know, jerking off while you're doing it. Nothing's probably going to happen. But that's all I
2: do. <laughs> I also use paprika sometimes. but
1: you're Right. Yeah. A bit of cumin.
2: What I do in the privacy of my own car is none of your business.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you got any spooky stuff, just like make a salt ring around your bed and then you're fine. Hell yeah. From your local kind of Wiccan. That
2: reminds me one time. This is one of the weirdest things that's happened to me. I'm sure there's an explanation, but I like to think there isn't one. One time, this was during one summer where I was having a lot of weird dreams, whatever. I woke up two nights, not two nights in a row, but just two nights in close proximity where there was sand in my bed. What? I, at the time I was living with my parents and Mm. there was no sand. It's suburbia. Weird. It was super weird. Like I I thought maybe I was tracking it in with my socks or something, but even then, like when was I... playing outside where i got sand anywhere in my room Mm -hmm. and then also on the other night there was like a pile of sand by my bed
1: you know i'm reading a book right now where every time this guy falls asleep he ends up in a different universe maybe that's you but just during your dreams and then you pop back up in your bed and you track sand back that'd be
2: cool i go to egypt
1: right you go to egypt in your sleep and then you bring back egyptian soil
2: hell yeah And I wake up covered in salt and paprika.
1: You're an Egyptian at heart. Probably. I actually, I really want to do an episode at some point about like the weird fuckery alien theories on Egyptian pyramids (laughs) and like the sphinxes and things. Like
2: ancient aliens and stuff like that? Yeah, I think that'd be so fun. So a future episode that we're currently preparing for is Atlantis because it was part of our Patreon poll. Mm -hmm. We uh, gave the option between that and something else. And Atlantis... Uh, while researching that, I fell into a huge rabbit hole on, like, ancient alien stuff. I have my own... Where do you sit on that?
1: If I believe it's an ancient alien civilization? Yeah, or
2: ancient aliens influence at all on Well, I think we should
1: save that for the episode. Okay, that's <laughs> fair, that's fair, that's fair. If you're listening to this right now, gotcha. You gotta stick around for the next one.
2: You gotta wait, <laughs> like, three fucking months for us to get a new episode out. <laughs>
1: Listen, we're busy, okay? Um, we never introduced ourselves either.
2: You can go first.
1: My name's Mo. Hi, Mo. Hi.
2: I'm I'm <laughs> Jeremy. The time zones are off, guys. I'm sorry. I'm Jeremy. They what time are is it off. there? What it's time is it there right now?
1: It's 4:46 right now for me.
2: Okay. And it's 6:46 for me right now.
1: Which is actually I think going to be beneficial because I always crash before you do.
2: That's true actually. So,
1: I think that this could work out in our favor.
2: That's true. I'm more of a night owl. Yeah. Although that is changing. That is changing. I'm becoming domesticated with my... I have a big boy job now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting older.
1: You can't do the 4 a.m. research holes anymore.
2: Nope. If I'm up that late, I suddenly have a long white beard and I'm carrying a cane. (laughs) It's interesting. It's weird that we are in different times right now.
1: You know what else is weird?
2: What else is weird?
1: That our bodies and souls exist on a different plane of existence, much like how time zones work. Well,
2: I don't think that's how time zones work, but (laughs) that's very spiritual. Hold on. What is the topic of this? I think you already mentioned it before.
1: I did. It's the astral plane, (gasps) also called the astral realm or the astral world, as you might have seen in comic books. Movies, television shows, maybe yourself have ascended to the astral plane. Maybe. And you're just in a liminal space of being and observing this podcast.
2: Oh, my God. I'm in the air. <laughs> air. I'm in the air. I transcend this realm.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned while we talk your ears off about spirits and stuff.
2: Yeah. Well, there's not really an intro because this is a mini set.
1: We don't have the intros for a mini?
2: No. When's the last time you listened to our podcast? <laughs> the, min- yeah, so the When's the last just go time and- we
1: put out a mini set?
2: It's been a while. It's
1: been a hot minute.
2: But well, we can still go like, woo, woo, if that helps.
1: Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. Well, if you're um, as unaware of our format as me, <laughs> our mini sodes do not include the typical babble or the segments. We just jump right into a topic. So um, I'm going to be the focus of this mini sod, and it's going to be the astral plane. Yeah. Because I find that shit interesting as fuck. So I'm just going to dive into it.
2: Dive right into this. Um, ass, what do you
1: know about the astral plane?
2: Astral plane.
1: Oh, my God. So. <laughs>
2: ass trail (laughs) planes where everyone's thick as fuck
1: yeah that gcs i know
2: a little bit about the astral plane i know that it is cosmic and like you Mm -hmm. can meditate into it um dr strange that's some.
1: yeah okay there we go the bald
2: lady bald lady punches him into into the astral plane okay yeah
1: they they do stuff like that i think
2: Mm -hmm. skinny the bald lady
1: i don't do marvel stuff Typically, but yeah, the astral plane is essentially a plane of existence that houses different spirits, like angels, dreams, and different immaterial beings. So it's said that the astral plane is crossed by the soul on the way to being born after death. So it's kind of like this in between space between like material and immaterial. All consciousness exists in this plane. So, like, every thought, dream, wish, whatever of any human is stored in this plane of existence. Okay. Along with like spirits and angels and things.
2: So very simple stuff.
1: Very Pretty straight. pretty Pretty straightforward. Straightforward, yeah. Okay. So like conventional concepts, people see it as like heaven or paradise made by God. Other people see it as another universe much larger than the material world. So when you look at religion, the Bible says angels are horrifying, right? Yeah. And they're creepy as fuck. Like, I like to think that they're just these weird fucking beings from the astral plane.
2: Yeah. Because they're supposed to be like spinning wheels of fire and eyeballs. Yeah. And like, if you actually read into like biblical stories, people are terrified of angels. Like when Mm -hmm. the angels appear to them, they're not like in awe. They're terrified because this fucking scary mass of liquid energy... Is like sending the messages with their thousand eyeballs and right. spinning rings of fire.
1: That's kind of cool to think about.
2: Very psychedelic.
1: I just find that whole concept interesting to begin with. Like that was something I always really loved about different kinds of video games. You know, like in the Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim. They kind of have their own take on these different types of planes and like these different gods. And yeah,
2: the Daedric. I'm literally am currently. I am currently. Deep in a Skyrim playthrough. Oh yeah, I just did a mission for like a Daedric Prince, and he nice. was a gelatinous thing of tentacles and eyeballs. Yeah, so this is this is fresh in my brain.
1: I love it. So that's how I like to see the astral plane. Is a bit like Skyrim. <laughs>
2: I'm not sure about that.
1: <laughs> there's supposed to be different levels to it. So there's like a lower, middle, and higher plane to it for like different you know, types of beings and different types of manifestations. So, I thought it was really interesting just like how deep it goes in like our history and culture. So, Plato, Plato. Plato Plato, Plato
2: <laughs> and tattles.
1: I was reading Plato and Aristotle and said so them together. <laughs> <laughs> so, Plato and Aristotle. Aristotle. Said that the stars were a type of matter different from earth. So it's an ethereal element that also makes up the human psyche. And that's why the stars influence human affairs so much. Is because our psyche is inherently made of stars.
2: Okay. Because
1: it's like a different element altogether. Yeah. I really like that concept, actually.
2: That's very interesting. I never thought, I never connected those two. Because they always say, technically, you're made up of the same Mm -hmm. atoms and whatnot that stars are made out of. Because the universe is just itself. It's made up of itself. Right. I never connected that to like... They claim that stars impact human affairs and behavior.
1: Well, that's what astrology is all about and birth charts and stuff like that.
2: I have many thoughts about astrology.
1: (laughs) That should be a separate podcast altogether. Yeah. Not even just on this one. We should make a separate podcast and then only talk about astrology on it.
2: Astrology. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Moving on. (laughs) I have an ass now. I want people to know that. Right.
1: You do have an ass. I've
2: I've become domesticated. I sit more and I got a fucking dump truck.
1: I've been doing squats, which I feel like yeah. somehow has made my ass smaller. <laughs> Maybe I should be domesticated. Instead, I'm too wild and free. That would
2: be what happens to you. All right. Oh, shit, it's getting smaller.
1: I'm like the movie Spirit, you know? I'm that wild horse running around. Fuck yeah, spirit. Except in that movie, my ass just gets smaller.
2: Smaller, so it's nothing like the movie *Spirit*.
1: It's exactly What's like
2: the, it. It's like all about like a stallion or something. Yeah, yeah. We
1: mean or something like that's not your favorite movie as a child. A free horse.
2: A free horse.
1: What could be better? Free
2: horse. <laughs> One, two, and free. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm not.
1: We're so chaotic right now.
2: I'm no longer funny. I'm sorry, but yeah, my, that movie was like. Not to get on a tangent, but also to get on a tangent, <laughs> I have because I haven't heard anybody talk about the movie *Spirit*. That had the fucking coolest soundtrack
1: that oh, was done yeah. all
2: by uh, Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams or Brian Adams? Brian Adams, the guy who did like *Tarzan*. I got my first real six string. Oh, I'm well, not of thinking of the same person. No, you're thinking of Phil Collins.
1: I'm thinking of Phil Collins. It's just basically the same as Ryan Adams. Yeah. or Brian Adams I think it's the Brian
2: two. there's two there's two musicians one is Ryan Adams one is Brian Adams no relation I enjoy both of their music no one cares I'm gonna just stop talking <laughs> now
1: you know who does care the Roman Empire
2: what is this a segue
1: <laughs> Yes this is a segue so Plato and Aristotle had um, a lot of beliefs about the astral plane and things and like these ideals were important in like a lot of different cultures so if you remember the Hemetic order, Right, we mm-hmm. talked about that in the tarot episode. The Hermetic order played a part in the Roman Empire, and these ideas that the human psyche was related to the same element as stars influenced like early Christian churches. And Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians has a reference to the astral plane. What was that name? Paul's second epistle.
2: Second epistle? <laughs> Am I having a stroke? What do you say? A pistol. A sa- pistol. What does that mean?
1: It's like a message. Usually from like an apostle.
2: Okay. Apostle.
1: Yeah. You're probably more familiar with that word.
2: Like Jesus's groupies.
1: Yeah. His groupies that spread the
2: HIV work of
1: God. Um, So I have a quote of this reference, right? I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven, whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. End quote.
2: What is the third heaven? Is that like those levels you were talking about? Right. It's like a subscription tier.
1: Right. It's like a tiered system. I think the number was seven. I probably have it in my notes later on and I'll probably tell okay. you, but right yeah, now I yeah. think it, I think it's seven. What's really interesting because the Quran also references it because the prophet was said to ascend through... Okay. There it is. The seven heavens. <laughs>
2: seventh heaven. Seventh heaven. You ever watch seven that show? Heaven. No. Do you know the show?
1: Is it about sex?
2: Not fornication. even a little bit. It's a show that was on ABC, I think. It's horrible. Christian, <laughs> like conservative. Not sitcom, because there's no situational comedy to be found. It's just the most starchy white family.
1: Oh, my God. The
2: father's a pastor. Of and course. And they just have a bunch of perfect children that, like, don't know what sex is. It's kind of like Full House, but somehow more tame (laughs) like it makes full house look like the sopranos wow it's incredible
1: you should fly out to albuquerque and then hang out with me and see how nice uh having sun is and then we can watch seventh heaven
2: yeah hell yeah i'll be in seventh heaven
1: because you'll be with me okay (laughs) because you love me I just got a random paranoia that like, what if this isn't recording properly and we didn't do a proper test beforehand?
2: It says recording, but I don't believe it's recording. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: You know
2: what I mean? So like, I feel I like know. we should
1: also preface this. We should put this before, but um, if you are listening to this, this is my warning to you that this is the first time me and Jeremy have recorded in at least a month and a half.
2: Yeah. On the, since October.
1: Since, okay. So this is, yeah, been over two months, over two and a half months now, um, since we've recorded, and now we are doing it digitally. So not only are we creatively starved and like anxious to get all of our weird conspiracies out of our brain, I also just miss my best friend, and so we're gabbing an exceptional amount. We're
2: also putting a lot of trust into technology that we are unfamiliar with. We're doing like a little streaming app right now so we can see each other while we're talking. So hopefully it records fine and we don't sound horrible.
1: It's going to be interesting. So before you listen to this episode, keep that in mind
2: yes also just get ripped like just fucking light up right now
1: do you remember spirit and guess what we're gonna talk about spirit we're gonna
2: be talking about the movie spirit <laughs> legend of the stallion
1: <laughs> i know he needs no introduction <laughs>
2: <laughs> we actually have him uh he's 150 dollars on cameo yeah. so <laughs> spirit what i don't care that we're gabbing it's a mini sub, but whatever. Okay, one thing that I <laughs> will like to touch on again: as a child, I was hesitant to see the movie *Spirit* because the same week that came out, the Scooby-Doo live-action movie came out.
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
2: And I have a memory of standing in line at the AMC 30 Forum, <laughs> and I was I was in kindergarten. I was in kindergarten, maybe first grade, and I'm in line with my mom and my brother. My mom and my brother both wanted to see *Spirit*, but I fucking love Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to see that. And while we're in line for popcorn, I look over and I see my friend from school, Nick Long, and he's there with his mom. And he says, "Hey, Jeremy, we're gonna go see Scooby Doo." And I'm like, "Um, I think we are too." And my mom's like, "No, we're not. We're seeing Stallion or <laughs> Spirit." She probably said the fucking wrong name because she always <laughs> does. But like, I just have this flashbulb memory of me being like, "Mom, everybody." is seeing Scooby-Doo, and I want to see Scooby-Doo, not some lame, girly horse movie. Yeah. Where the horse doesn't even talk. Spirit doesn't even talk. He just goes mm. like, <sighs> with his nose, like whenever he's trying to be tough. Yeah. And I think he has sex with a, another horse at some point. Yeah. Like, not in, on screen, but...
1: This is now a smear podcast for one, your mom, <laughs> and also two for Nick Long. <laughs> if you're Nick listening Long, to this, Nick.
2: I hope you enjoyed Scooby-Doo, because I saw it the next week.
1: Also, I think... Uh, Not I think. I know. Scooby-Doo was my sexual awakening because Linda Cardellini as Velma. I watched that movie so many times specifically for that scene where she dresses up in the latex suit. And I never, never thought about why.
2: It's funny the things that you notice after the fact.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like how... Now, as a society, we can look back and be like, wow, the Quran really did love uh, the astral plane. But in the moment, (laughs) they really didn't think about the prophet, you know, and the seven heavens. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, and just like the show Seventh Heaven, I think the prophet Muhammad probably (laughs) believed in the astral plane.
1: I think so, because it's also... It's in the it's in the Bible.
2: It's in the Bible.
1: It's in the Quran.
2: It's in the Quran.
1: It's in the Kabbalah.
2: It's in the Karabas.
1: It's in the Hermetic orders. It's in <laughs> your dreams. It's all around us, basically.
2: You can't escape it, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's much like a stallion running at full <laughs> speed. <laughs> you can't escape it.
1: You know what you you can reach the stallion much like you can reach the astral plane, <laughs>
2: blah, blah, blah,
1: plane. <laughs> and blade through astral projection yeah meditation a near death experience or lucid dreaming
2: ooh damn
1: so if you almost damn. die you may be able to see spirit
2: and is it even worth it at that point <laughs>
1: because you know? you're, then you're going to fully die from... Because
2: then you can't go back and tell people about it because you're, you're probably going to die because it's your first time doing it. You're going to fuck up. You're going to yeah. slip like an old man in the shower. Oh, whoops, I went too deep. Mm-hmm. Now I'm always in the astral plane.
1: You know what? And no one ever Venmoed me $200 to astral project <laughs> and I'm a little sad about it.
2: Well, did you astro Oh, okay. You weren't going to start until they venmo you.
1: Yeah, because I didn't want a demon taking over my body. Yeah. But for 200 bucks you know,
2: that's not even worth 200 bucks though. Like it's fine. Ha- have some more, have some, some
1: dignity. Faith
2: in yours. dignity. I didn't want to say it, but dignity. I
1: don't have any dignity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny how deep like the astral projection, like astral realm for me, it's like our culture. And I thought it was kind of funny. I feel like everything we cover kind of has this like really deep, weird, underground society spearheading its involvement in, like, pop culture. You okay. know what I mean? So, like, there was an interpreter, the astral plane, named Helena Petrov, Oh, God. Helena Petrovna... Bol- Madame
2: Blavatsky.
1: Blavatsky, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. So she believed that there were masters or Mahatmas, which are humans or once humans who exist in the astral plane... And they make up the great white brotherhood who have paranormal powers and manifest their presence through astral projection. And she states that they showed their teachings to the Theophists, which is like a society that she helped to create. And from their teachings, they were able to then experience humanity on all planes of existence. Because remember, like all information, consciousness is stored in the astral plane. So if you're able to tap into it, then theoretically you should be able to get any sort of information that you want and experience humanity.
2: Like the Akashic Records.
1: Yep, that's what I'm gonna dive into.
2: Perfect, Look at me go. Happy New Year! No matter what happened last year, you can rest assured this next trip around the sun will bring better days and better deals
0: from our sponsor, Manscaped. Silence, mortal! Who said that? Tis I. Old man last year. Patron saint of failed New Year's resolutions. Old man last year? So you're like the opposite of- The opposite of baby New Year, yes. Baby New Year is a feeble infant who spreads hope to all on New Year's Eve. Oh, okay, so I'm assuming you do the opposite of that? Yes, I, old man last year, am sworn to spread bad vibes and inspire people to abandon their New Year's resolutions, like diet and exercise, pursuing new hobbies, and even investing in your personal hygiene. Well, I've got bad news, old man because
2: Manscaped offers a variety of personal hygiene products and self-grooming gadgets to help people take back their confidence
0: this year. Foolish podcast boy! Only the mightiest of grooming products could break the spell of old man last year. In that case, may I introduce Manscaped's
2: Performance Package 4.0 featuring the Lawnmower 4.0, a waterproof electric trimmer built with advanced skin-safe technology that trims and protects your most sensitive areas. Wh- you mean even your balls? Especially your balls. The Lawnmower 4.0 comes with interchangeable guard sizes and a sleek wireless charging dock. Not wireless charging. The performance package also includes the Weed Whacker, Manscaped's lightweight nose and ear hair trimmer.
0: I can feel my powers growing weaker I hope there isn't more. But wait, there's more. Holy This package prioritizes
2: your package with additional products such as the Crop Preserver, an all-new anti-chafing ball deodorant. No. Plus, the Crop Reviver, a nourishing toner
0: that freshens and soothes your nether regions whenever irritation strikes. You've won this time, Manscaped. But beware, old man last year will return next year. Hmm. That was really weird. This year,
2: kick uncomfortable grooming to the curb and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped. Right now, you can go to manscaped.com and use code IDIOT for 20% off and free shipping. That's code IDIOT. I D I O T. Now, back to the show.
1: Woo! I know how to segue. So, the Akashic Records is also called the book of life. And it's basically a collection of information relating to like all universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, intent to have ever happened. And it includes the past, present and future for every single life form on earth. So it's basically all of the information in the astral plane but stored in some sort of like record format.
2: It's like the cloud.
1: It's like the cloud, but for the astral plane. Yeah. It's kind of fucky to think about because it's thought to be encoded in like a mental plane or world of thought. Hmm. So it generates its own specific vibration, which is stored in the record. So it's not like a written thing or anything like that. It's purely in vibrational energy that all of this information is stored.
2: Okay, I was gonna say like braille, but that's not what braille is. Braille is bumps.
1: It's like braille. If braille had a hum,
2: and it does, we know it does.
1: It does, yeah.
2: Blind people just aren't telling us about it.
1: Hum, hum, hum. That is braille,
2: mm-hmm. and it's also the Akashic records. Exactly. Don't be deceived.
1: So, when you have like that really hot big titty goth girlfriend who's super into astrology mm-hmm. and they're talking about like vibrational energies, this is what they're talking about. You're welcome. I, okay. <laughs> so, where did the Akashic records come from? So,
2: yeah, where did the big titty goth girlfriend come from?
1: <laughs> so, Akasha is Sanskrit for sky or atmosphere. Mm. And it's thought to be a life force or indestructible tablet of the astral light. Um, and that comes from Helena Blavatsky, who invented the term in the 1800s. Yeah. So it was described further in a book called A Buddhist Cakism. I'm going to pronounce so many things wrong. Yeah. What's new? Um, and eight, <laughs> which, came, which came out in 1881 by Henry Steele Occult who said that Was his
2: last name a cult?
1: Yeah, like O L C O T T. So it's like O
2: L C O Oh, Olcott.
1: Olcott, that's probably it. Olcott.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Olcott. A cult like if you had um <laughs> if you had uh, what's that thing called when you mess up numbers and letters?
1: Dyslexia? If you had dyslexia,
2: <laughs> you'd say a cult.
1: Olcott. Listen, sometimes my brain is too intelligent to interpret words. <laughs> Anyways, Ol Henry, Henry Steele said that Buddha taught two things are eternal. Um, Friendship. (laughs) So Buddha taught two things were eternal, Akasha and Nirvana. Everything has come out of Akasha in obedience to a law of motion and passes away. No thing ever comes out of it. Olcott believed that early Buddhism had the idea of a permanent record in the Akasha and for men to read it. But the only way to actually read it is to reach enlightenment, right? And then you reach those higher planes, and then you're able to tap into this universal fountain of information, basically. After some time, people began saying that clairvoyants were able to read the records as well and described it as very large, immense photographic film. They were able to basically watch and see everything that has ever happened or will happen, and they're able to see all the life experiences of every human since life began.
2: I think they're liars.
1: Right, because they're saying like,
2: always, they always add things to the list. Like, oh, we can do that too. Right. Oh yeah. We can also talk to dogs as well. They mm-hmm. we can't. You can't have everything. And we can't prove it because it's in their head.
1: Right. This is the kicker of it too. It says only a trained occultist will be able to tell the difference between the true records and imagination. Kiss
2: my actual ass.
1: Right? Oh. It oh, gets true. oh,
2: what's that? What who is a true occultist? Yours.
1: You're gonna love you're gonna love my end piece. here. Okay. um <laughs> Because <laughs> it's like so typical, I feel like of any sort of any sort of like idea like this, where they all kind of I'll get to it. Okay. So the idea of the akashic records is kind of similar to the many worlds interpretation, which says that all quantum measurements are realized in some world or universe. So there's like endless parallel universes existing side by side because there has to be some version of something in every single possibility. So every action creates a new universe where we didn't make that action, or like vice versa. Okay. Both types of ideas tell us that there's an infinite amount of outcomes for every action we make, but one is more likely to happen than the others. The Akashic Records follows that mantra of predicting the future, where one is more likely than the other's. But theoretically, there are also like a million one different outcomes that could exist, and there are different universes in which those exist. Like, if you walk outside while it's raining, you'll probably get wet, but in some universe, you may also get struck by lightning. Okay. It's kind of like the thought process behind it. So... How do you use the Akashic Records to make your life a lot easier and figure know. out if your crush likes you back, right? Mm-hmm. That's ultimately what you want to do.
2: That's all I would use it for. <laughs>
1: right. So you can get information about any topic, any situation. The kicker is that you can only read for yourself with open mind questions. So you can't like tap into other people's energy You're only able to relive your own experiences or find your own life force.
2: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, it's similar for like tarot. Like for tarot, you're technically not supposed to read for people that aren't present or have given permission. Yeah. Technically, people don't really follow that. But it's supposed to make the reading more clear if you do it that way. And similar to tarot, you can't really do yes or no questions because they can have really complex answers So you have to stick with things that are very open-ended because it's like a map, right? Like there's no like yes or no to a map. The situation is what it is.
2: I mean, there is a yes or no to a map though. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. In this case, there isn't because it's not, I'm thinking of a literal map. Mm -hmm. How do I drive from Albuquerque to Detroit? Mm -hmm. That's a yes. But there's also multiple
1: routes. Yeah.
2: Which kind of goes to your point. (laughs) Stupid.
1: Like, could I get to Michigan from Albuquerque? Yes. Yes but like you can do it in yeah, so many ways. So many ways, right. If you were for example to ask about someone else and like their experience, what you learn about this other person will be through your interpretation of them because you can really only see through your eyes. So you can't learn about someone else's soul path. You can only learn about them from your own soul path. So like anything you learn about other people will be from your perspective of them, so to speak.
2: Is it like you can only see them from your the role they played in your life? or like through your own biases?
1: Both. Yeah, so like you can't learn everything there is to know about them and like everything relating to who they are, right? Because the Akashic Records is everything, like all humanity, every thought, dream. You could access the information, but you're only able to interpret it in a very limited sense. Like it's not actually going to make sense for you Because it's not about you and your life. Versus if you were to read on yourself, your past, present, future, you would be able to interpret it a lot more clearly.
2: Because you have all of the context.
1: Right. It's like if you went to a library... The library, if it's for yourself, you have access to everything and everything makes sense. You have the catalog, you have the genres of books, but if you went into a library for someone else and you didn't know where things were, none of it's really going to make sense because you're going based off of what you think is right because you have a format and way that things work. Yes. But that isn't necessarily true for someone else.
2: Building on that analogy or that metaphor or analogy, whatever that is, <laughs> I'll just keep on shooting these suckers out. It's if, let's say, I have a DVD collection, Mm -hmm. and you have a DVD collection. (laughs) I can go to my DVD collection. I know where I organized all the movies. I know what each movie is because I've seen it, and I own it, and I Mm -hmm. know how I feel about it. But if I go to your DVD collection and it's a bunch of fucking anime, (laughs) I'm not going to know what I'm looking at.
1: Right. Yeah. Like the context of the way things are organized, the meanings or feelings behind it, you know, like, so like, even though you have the access to the information, that isn't everything you need to understand it. Also,
2: because thoughts are not like written word. Right. So if you saw because the way that I think is probably way different than the way you think, the way that I, my thoughts communicate to me. Because just as much as you communicate your thoughts to yourself, your thoughts are communicating to you. Right. The way that I think could be in images or in symbols mm-hmm. or whatever, that you might not be able to translate that. If you were to look at my my records, you'd be like, what right. the fuck are these colors and these shapes? Exactly. And what is this?
1: That's a great way of putting it. Because everyone does think in different ways. Uh, because for me, I have like a constant monologue, but a lot of people think in colors or like shapes and tangible things. I don't necessarily think in that way. I think in words. Like I'm constantly talking to myself or I constantly have like a song playing or things like that. Yeah. Consciousness exists in a different way for everyone. You're only able to interpret your own consciousness and your own brain and your own feelings and things like that.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Which I think is a really interesting idea. Um, So... There are these things called record keepers for the Akashic Records, um, and those are supposedly beings that translate the records for you, and those are called our masters, teachers, and loved ones, or MTLOs. The way that you are able to tap into these records is through meditation, like what you would typically do for meditation, like few distractions, make sure that your mind is eased. And then there's a pathway process prayer that you say that is supposed to grant you access into the astral plane and these records. And the reason that there's a specific prayer is because you need specific vibrations to access the records because everything works on vibrational energy there.
2: So it's like a mantra.
1: Exactly. It's like a mantra. So you can try and figure it out on your own. Or if you want, there's people that you can pay a thousand dollars who can teach it to you oh, so fuck that, that you're able to fuck them. <laughs> to access this prayer. No way. Yeah.
2: No, I make my own. I make my own fucking my, you know what mine is? I want my baby back, baby back, baby <laughs> back. I want my baby back. <laughs> That's
1: what mine is. Oh, what's the um free <laughs> I don't know why, but the only thing that's coming to my head is Ace Hardware.
2: Ace Ace is a place for the <laughs> yeah, helpful hardware <right>. folks.
1: <laughs> Save big money, at and
2: I'm there. I'm in my library.
1: So for a thousand bucks, someone can teach you. Uh, This mantra and how to access the records, so that you can learn anything there is to know about your human existence. And what a small price to pay! No, yeah, to learn so much about yourself.
2: That's one thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, some people will do it for five hundred. So,
2: oh well, in that case,
1: it's not that bad. Why don't
2: you just bend me over and take (laughs) my wallet? Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah. So.
2: Oh, I even thought of a better one, though. I've been thinking. I just started smiling because I thought of it. Yeah. Oh,
0: oh, oh, O'Reilly's, <laughs> O'Reilly's, Auto oh, Parts.
1: Oh, that's the one I was trying to think of. The only one I could think of was Ace Hardware.
2: Yeah. That's what <laughs> yeah. I was trying to
1: think of. Incredible. So if you decide to pay $1,000, maybe $500 to do this, what you will experience is you'll be able to start hearing voices, you'll see images, or feel pressure <laughs> on your head, and that's how you know you have ascended to the plane and have tapped into these records. Oh,
2: my God. You just paid money for an aneurysm. <laughs> So here's a thousand (laughs) dollars. Like just immediately, like your nose is bleeding. I'm hearing voices and there's pressure on my head.
1: Anyways, that's all I had on the astral plane and the Akashic records. So you should have all the information you need to tap into it.
2: Well, there was no instructions. You gave me no instructions.
1: Meditate. Yeah, meditate. Meditate, Find your vibration. Your head starts hurting and you get pressure and stuff.
2: Yeah. Same thing if you like hang around a place with like an active mold.
1: Right. But also you have to chant the O'Reilly's slogan. That's
2: right. <laughs> yep. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's, O'Reilly's, auto parts. And then your spirit guide will chime in and go,
1: ow! Ow! So you turn off all the lights, get some candles going, relax. Maybe your eyes roll in the back of your head. You're chanting O'Reilly's and then boom.
2: You're sweating. You're asphyxiating on your vomit. Yeah. Because you're on your back because nobody's tipped you over on your side because you did it alone.
1: <laughs> bada bang, bada boom, and then you know everything about every human that has ever lived.
2: Well, well, no, but you know you can really know about you. Yeah, because you can't really understand what everybody else's records, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: but theoretically, theoretically, you could.
2: Theoretically, you if could.
1: you were better, if you were a better occultist, I'm sure that you could. If
2: you, if you, pay
1: <laughs> I bet clairvoyance can.
2: I bet they can. We can do anything. We're <laughs> clairvoyants.
1: I bet like you mentioned this, and then the clairvoyants are like, wait, 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 hold on, I can do that. You know, uh, it's absolutely. like the it's the fourth grader. You know, who's like always constantly trying to one up everyone else. Yeah. And it's like, "Mm, yeah, I can do that. I can do that, too. Yeah.
2: Yes. We had a girl at my school. who She's like, my uncle, Stephen Colbert. (laughs) And like, definitely not. Definitely not. (laughs) What? Yeah, my uncle, Stephen Colbert, and he's really busy. But like, he said he's going to call me later.
1: Oh, my God. Uh,
2: And you know what? They had the same last name. Maybe Mm,
1: that's what sparked it. But
2: I'm almost positive that's not the case.
1: That seems weird that she would have um, the same last name if that's her uncle, though.
2: Well, no, because it could be her uncle on her dad's side. That's true. You forget that dads can have brothers.
1: I do. I do forget that. Because your father
2: only had... um, Your father had...
1: No one. (laughs) No My father had no one. (laughs) Congratulations on your divorce, Dad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. This isn't the platform to announce that. Uh...
1: So if you like this show and want to support it, we do have a Patreon with some revamped tiers. So our next full-length episode will be on Atlantis that we hinted at earlier, and that was voted on by our patrons. Thank you so much. You also get... Early access to our episodes and you get ad free listens now that we're getting those sweet, sweet sponsorships. If you don't want your undercarriage trimmed, listen, I get it. But like if you don't want to hear about it all the time, subscribe to our Patreon and we won't pester you about your bush down under
2: your bush. Well, you don't even say down under your bushels
1: creating so much static friction that you're the reason there are so many fires in California right now.
2: So selfish. (laughs) You're so so selfish. selfish. Shave you monster. No, everyone's bodies are wonderful. But also, you're killing people, I think, actually, in California. You're killing
1: kangaroos, actually.
2: Well, not in California. You are. Oh, down under, down under in Australia. Hell yeah. yeah. Those guys are fucking dying off quick.
1: This isn't even an ad, but this is an ad tacked onto the (laughs) ad we already said. (laughs) Anyways, Uh. um, that's all I have on the astral plane. If you liked it, uh, please consider supporting our patreon um you can also send us an email at according to an idiot at gmail.com with any sort of feedback that you have or suggestions we also have a facebook and an instagram at according to an idiot or a twitter at idiots accord if you really liked us you could help us out by reviewing our podcast on itunes so other people can find us and i can taint their taints brainwaves taint their taints
2: i also want mm-hmm. i want to really quickly give a shout out to some super patrons that have actually upped their patronage yeah which is absolutely insane that is fatman xxl who has been a part of a Patreon for quite some time thank you so much you're incredible and also mary bates who mm-hmm. again has been oh my god what a
1: angelic human being
2: you're wonderful fatman you're also wonderful. Uh, yes And also I mean Should I list off some more? Because there's also some people In our five
1: Yeah range. well Let's give everyone some shout outs Yeah Let's give
2: everybody some shout outs Okay We've got my buddy Adam Adam Hayworth Ooh. Hey Adam Thank you so much uh, We've got Bobby Killigore.
1: Thanks Bobby
2: uh, Thank you Cody hey. For your contributions Thank you Bree For your contributions hey, Jen Fonts Or Fontes
1: Yeah Jen is great Jen Okay Thank you Jen Dom. Ah, Dom is an angelic human being as well. From
2: Australia, actually. Ooh. Mitch Haba, also a guy that I know, a very sweet man. hmm Paige oh.
1: Paige is also an angel.
2: Thank you, Paige. We've also got Ray. I want to make sure I get Ray in there. Woo. And Paul Feudo. Woo. Paul's also a really good dude. All of you guys are like super, super good people and kind. Yeah, and our really love your support.
1: episode is actually inspired by Ray. All of I mean, everybody
2: who isn't supporting. Thank you for listening, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know I mean? even if you're not supporting on the Patreon, you're still supporting by listening to us, and that means more than anything, really. Yes. This turned into a long mini-sode.
2: This is a long... We didn't trim this down a lot. We went on yeah, right. a lot of tangents.
1: We did go on a lot of tangents. Rightfully so, because spirit is not appreciated in the way it should be.
2: Stallion of <laughs> the Cimarron.
1: And remember, kids, put salt circles around your bed before nighttime.
2: Salt circles around your bed. It's okay to look at spirit, stallion of the Cimarron, hentai, if you find it. That's totally natural.
1: Thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. We love you so much. Be safe. Have a happy new year and all the things.
2: And I will see you in time.
0: You. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's.
1: O'Reilly's. Auto parts. Ow! <laughs>